Hey, what's going on? It's Top of the Dude Chain. We are back. We have special guests in studio. We have the average Joe and the average Joe Boo. Average Joe on the left, average Joe Boo on the right. They are from... Oh, yep. <laughs> average Joe Media. Average Joe's Media. They have a podcast called Things You Didn't Think You Cared About, which... I've heard, it, I've heard it both ways. I've heard, I've heard it both ways. I've heard yeah. it both ways. Uh, feel free to clear up yeah. anything Josh yeah, says. No, okay. well, I thought yeah. you were the fact checker. We yeah. yeah. I'll look you up real good. Really is that, good. Is, what is it really called? It's things you think you don't care about. Things yeah. you don't think you care about. Yeah. yeah. It's something like that. Yeah, I, I mean, think you screwed it up again already. Did I? Yeah. I, bu- I yeah. butchered it in hashtags for the first time. Let me tell you something. So when I saw the name of the podcast, I honestly thought about things that I didn't realize I care about. Yeah, absolutely. And there's some things that, that really that really bother me now since I started thinking about it. Absolutely. Like hot dog ratios yep. to buns. Yep. Yes. Why do you sell hot dogs in packs of 10? And buns and eight. I think there's yeah. a conspiracy. Yep. Because you've got to yep. buy four packs of hot dogs to five packs of buns. Yep. I think any ratio should be at least something to one. Yep. Like I'd be okay if you sold them in packs of four and I had to buy two to one as long as one of those ratios is one. See, I go even further to where it's the amount of hot dog to the actual bun when you take a bite. That ra- yeah. that ratio needs to be more. Well, they do make the bun size ones now. Yeah, yeah. But well, but why why make the regular ones? No, but see, but they make the bun size hot dog, but they actually make it less meat per bite because it's about true. the same size, but it's just longer. That's why I stick with brats. Well, and- <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Sometimes it's not the size of the casing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Oh, well, it's about how how big it plumps up. You know what I mean. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. That's. I mean, that is that and, is a legitimate. And we digress point. clearly. Yeah. yeah. Very quickly. That yeah. is a legitimate point. But the other thing too, I was telling Jeff this on the way here. One thing I was thinking about is I really can't stand people in new cars. Mm-hmm. So it's obvious they have the Bluetooth setup, yet they still drive with the phone to their ear. Oh yeah. I don't trust you. Right. I, don't, I don't understand. I don't remember the last time. I don't like talking with anything in my ear anymore anyway. Yeah. That's my point. And you know my point I mean? is, is like, Adjust. if you're in the car by yourself and you're talking on the phone like this, what are you hiding? Yeah. The only one, Maybe I, can, the only one I can think that that makes sense is if you're like over the age of 70. Because they are not familiar okay, with the Okay, but no, I'm sorry. Sorry, but Granny shouldn't have the phone to her ear and driving at the same time. <laughs> she a, can't even. That's a hundred percent fair. Yeah, does yeah. Jit, does Jitterbug have Bluetooth? <laughs> <laughs> so what about the people that have the the little? You know, you've had you went from the big Bluetooth headsets to the small ones, and now you're seeing a resurgence of like the large ones, almost like you're working in an office. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. With the why do they have those in their car? In the car? Yeah, in the car. Wow. Yeah, because you know they got the Bluetooth, so maybe they don't want their conversation blasting on their system. I get it because that's what I run into a lot. I've heard a lot of conversations walking through a parking lot. Like, dude, you realize you got that turned up all the way. But but what are you hiding that like an average stranger? What are you hiding? You know, but what are you hiding? The people who are the most skeptical are usually the people who know they're hiding a lot. What are you hiding where I can't hear twenty seconds of your conversation at a red light that I'm never going to see you again? What are you talking about? I don't well, know, man. Maybe my wife's telling me about her diarrhea. You know, things are sensitive. Uh, okay. you, know, you never know. But maybe right. maybe, maybe if you're working for Mrs. Baird's or Oscar Meyer, it's <clears throat> conversations about the you know the hot dog mafia. Yeah. On how they're screwing with the ratios the buns. of buns to hot dogs exactly. to cause you to buy more. 
Yeah, because everything is, is a conspiracy. Right, I mean everything. Yeah. I mean, you can take those ratios to many different yeah. places. How many slices of cheese do they put in a, in a prepackaged cheese slice package, and then how many pieces of bread do they put out there? I mean, yeah, you need two to one there, yeah. and it's typically like three point five to six point four. But you know what I appreciate like though, Lunchables. Yeah, Lunchables. You're in right. All forms or fashions. Yeah. You are right. absolutely ratio. right. We left a little bit early this morning, so we had some breakfast like at 4 or 5 in the morning. Yeah. So then we stopped at a, a truck stop, used the bathroom about an hour out, and I got the little, uh, it's like the grown-up Lunchables, yeah. where it's got the crackers and the cheese and the meat. That's pretty much it. It was wonderful. It was scrumptious. Was that ratio good? It was perfect. Perfect ratio. Wow. Yeah, perfect. So I can make the even number of sandwiches. You're absolutely right. Yeah. You don't have to buy three Lunchables. No, you, ever, you, can't hey, make you, a, you can't make the sandwich. You can yeah. only make a stack. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, no, you I mean, ever like get a, crazy and make a sandwich and then find out your ratio's all off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you use too many crackers? No, I've solved this problem. You make you two double stacks. Meat it. Yeah, there you go. Two stacks, put them together. Yeah. Because two, two stacks are better than one. Oh, yeah. well, that's fair. I mean, that's... That's true. You heard it here first. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got you to gotta make the Lunchable Club sandwich. It's, it's cracker, yeah. meat, cheese, cracker, meat, cheese, cracker. It's like, yeah. No, you, you would run out of crackers. <laughs> any, way you wanna, any way you want to do it. Yeah. Top of the do chain, Lunchable etiquette. That's there you go. One. Anyway, fellas, thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're really excited, um, man. We're excited. Go ahead stuff. and plug whatever you guys like to plug before we get into this nonsense that we call a, a podcast. Well, you know, I, I know we are in the beautiful state of Oklahoma. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy the drive. Beautiful sunset. Or excuse, sunrise, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, it'd be a sunrise in the morning. <laughs> sunrise, sunrise in the morning. Yeah. It was great. But if you say to yourself, man, I really need a home. Yeah. And maybe I want a vacation in Texas. Yeah. Call John. Yeah. Jacobus. John at the Gingrich Group. At the Gingrich Group. And if you really need someone to help you find a home or sell a home in Oklahoma, give him a call anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not that, it's not that long of a drive. I bet he could sell a home. I bet home. you he could. Yeah. You know? And the same thing, if you have electrical needs, if you're saying to yourself, like, in here, oh, my gosh, there's beautiful lighting in here, and there's obviously adequate outlets, but what if there weren't enough outlets? What yeah. if you said, I need more power? Yeah, yeah. Nortex Electric. Yeah. I mean, North Texas, Oklahoma, they're pretty much in each other's backyards. Powering homes since I'm telling you, you know when. Five-star reviews. Every review they've ever had. That's right. So uh, appreciate you letting us give those shout-outs hey, to uh, our, yeah. our favorite uh, well, sponsors. We do have our podcast on the Internet. and uh, It's true. We have some Texas and Dallas listeners. Yeah. I mean. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to act like we're just Oklahoma-based. Well, that's no, true. that's that's. <laughs> I would I would almost say. <laughs> if what we, about our listeners in France? In we have yeah. listeners in France. Well, I would I say think this. John and Angel would love a trip to France. <laughs> <laughs> if if we were merely Oklahoma based <laughs> podcasts, we'd be hated. Yeah, I talk a lot of trash about. Oh, yeah. this place. Yeah. yeah. Well, so what? Why are what moved you up here? Was it was it the misses? No. Okay. Um. Honestly, man, I thought it was going to just be a quick, just kind of, I moved up here. My buddy got a job up here with an oil company. Oh, okay. And I was in between jobs. I just quit one job, and I was waiting to start another job. It was in the banking industry. I was a teller. Hands down, most respect for those people who do it well because I hated that job with a passion. Like, I I just, when you're an introvert and you don't like people, Mm. Bank teller is probably not the mm-hmm. career field for you. And that's how you describe yourself, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <Just> yes. 
So point being is, is I was in between jobs. My buddy calls. He says, hey, I had to get a two-bedroom two apartment because they didn't have one bedrooms here. He goes, so I got one. If you want to come up, you know, find a job, and I just need to change scenery. So I moved up here with the expectation of finding a job and then letting that job take me wherever. Oh, okay. But ended up meeting my wife. Uh, and been held hostage here ever since. Okay. So nice. that's about it. I mean, it's just it's a bunch of different ways to describe things. So that's good. Yeah, it's a. So uh, I was I was thinking that maybe you had a vision. Yeah, yeah. That you were going to meet two incredible guys, and y'all were going to start a podcast, podcast. dynasty. <laughs> you know, hands down, the best thing about this move to Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the wife and kids. <laughs> this podcast, <laughs> hands down. <laughs> The that's best we, thing that's ever happened. That's what we were talking about the way up, you know. Yeah. Like whenever you know the new, the new Mrs. Average Joe's media is whenever they come about, they're going to have to be incredible individuals to understand yeah. the priority of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah they'll be. Third, uh, they'll I'll be tell third you this: uh, our wives still I don't think, understand. I think <laughs> our kids. No, here's podcast, the cast. Maybe they flip flop. Yeah, here's the thing. The future spouse. Here's the yeah. funny thing. The funny thing is, is my wife has called us pretenders. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. your wife. Yes. Has said she has much more to offer yes. than we do. She believes that she is more talented than all of us put together. I feel like his wife gives us guff every other episode we have to shoot. Yeah, okay. she's super judgy. Yeah. Yeah. Yet, Notice that about her. And and then and then we, we you actually last episode was the wives episode. Yeah. Uh, where we had our wives on. Top yeah. of the lady chain. And yeah. the funny thing about it is is they all act like they're they're above it and it's a huge waste of time and then even getting them here into the room to actually podcast all of them were acting like it was a huge inconvenience Yep. until they get on here yep and then it's the greatest thing they've ever done Uh, and they and you know what i mean it's just the whole tone changes and and, and and did your wives uh have the same complaint as mine of uh they they just felt like they didn't get to talk enough you know yeah that's what i'm saying man (laughs) even though they spoke the whole show (laughs) yeah seriously but that's that's the thing it's just it's funny how they talk trash about it until they actually get on it and they're like that was fun I really enjoyed this with each other. They won't tell us that, but yeah. they'll tell that to each other. Yeah. And then uh they they really they should just do their own podcast yep. and uh you know maybe get like their three listeners like Roberto's wife and maybe a couple other people. Hey man. And, uh, and do wife, their own thing. If my wife did a podcast and our wives did a podcast. Mm-hmm. Who would be making the sandwiches? That's what I want to know. thanks you two for having us. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, right now. This, this is why this is why we struggle on media platforms. Uh. Right now, mine is in the kitchen, cooking. Yeah, where she should be. Yeah. Natural environment. Yeah, nice. mine's no. at the hospital working. Natural, yeah. making them money. Yeah. Mine's sleeping where I should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I'm joking. We're pro woman here. Yeah. Well, uh, so okay, so we got some we got some guys from uh, from Texas here. Um, kind of tell us a little bit about uh, about what it's like around y'all's area. I, I noticed uh, you have you know the sticker in the back glass. Me and Josh might have to look into that. You know, advertising the average Joe's media is that pretty commonplace because everybody's kind of in traffic around the, the Dallas Fort Worth area. You know, kind of advertise on your vehicles and everything like that. Yeah, pretty much. There's uh, there's way too much. There's way too many eyes on the back of vehicles to yeah. not have something there. Yeah. Uh, at least in my opinion. So yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I'll based on how you said what you said, I would be pro you advertising for Average Joe's Media too. I yeah. Mean, we could yeah. Oh yeah, I did say <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. help facilitate that. But we this is really just, I mean, as cool as it is for us, this is fairly basic compared to what you'll see yeah. in the Metroplex because the average 
person, not just in Dallas proper, but all the surrounding suburbs, right? Yeah. You're going to spend anywhere between probably an hour and a half to two hours in your car every day going to and from work, let alone, uh, you know, if your kids are involved in activities and stuff. Yep. Yeah. And so a lot of even small businesses are going now and they're getting their whole vehicle wrapped Yep. Yeah. with advertisements. There's even cars now that instead of just Ubering, uh, like you experimented with this a couple of years ago where you put signs in your back glass but yep. now some people are getting like the mounted on top cabbie signs mm-hmm. that are just for advertisements. And then there's even um, another company now. They take uh, flatbed trucks mm-hmm. and they put like a mini billboard in them. Yeah. And these people just drive around the Metroplex it's like, with a rolling billboard. Well, it's, it's yeah, that's nuts. like a Vegas thing. It's like so it's, NASCAR, man. Yeah, I mean, what I got is nothing flashy. It's average. Yeah. But, uh, well, you're average Joe. That's right. That's All so. you're looking for is somebody to catch an eye, and then yeah. they're like, oh, I wonder what that is. Google it, and then And then boom, listen to it for a little yeah, bit. We have at least mm-hmm. one new listener, at least for one episode or at least three, yeah. three minutes or yeah. something of something. Do you ever get it. someone pull up next to you and kind of give you the thumbs up like, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> we have had, uh, well, okay. okay. So, hey, you, know, you got a story, sounds like. I'm sorry. I, I love he's, stories. He's really excited about that. I, so, well, it was our first fan sighting. Yeah. So this is kind of cool. So uh, me and the kids got to the pool, and uh, we were taking them to Sonic afterwards. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting in the Sonic, and uh, I, at the time, someone stole it, uh, or it fell off. Yeah. I, I'm going to think stole yeah. because they want a memorabilia, but I had a magnet sign on the side of the car. It used yeah. to be a, uh, what? <laughs> it was a sticker. It was a sticker that you were gifted, <laughs> and then yeah. you yeah. turned it into a magnet, and it's gone? Right. So I'm a okay, little bit going. OCD and I'm retentive. Keep and going. I didn't Finish think the story. Okay. First. Well, this Finish. is like we're talking about. Oh, okay. The stories will build. Okay. We'll so get back to that. It's anyway. a recipe. Yeah. It's a recipe. Making I'm, the cupcake. So I, so I digress. <laughs> but at any rate, so the guy, one of the car hub guys, uh, kind of walked past the car and then did a double take and then comes back. Then he comes over and I'm telling my kids, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And they're like, dad, be cool. And so the guy's like, oh man, you're, you're, you're one of the average Joes. And, I listen to you and follow you on social media and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And my kids are like, this is so stupid. <laughs> and then I immediately go for my bag where I, um, I usually always carry stickers and stuff on me. Yeah. And true. so I'm starting to reach for that behind me. And the kids are like, Dad, don't. Yeah. If you give this other dude stickers, <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah. And I was like, fine, I won't give him stickers. But then yeah. I immediately called Josh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Right. You should have gave that guy a sticker. You should have yeah. him a I should have gave him a sticker. And top of the dude chain needs to get some stickers, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're, yeah. they're I, excellent conversations. I did, the, yeah. uh, I did their podcast. Well, and there's nothing wrong with going to Walmart and, you know, putting your sticker on a bunch of people's bumpers. Like, they'll, they'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot wrong. If you're, if you're ever at the uh, McDonald's in Murphy, Texas, yeah, there's they have a little yellow post between where you place the order and you go around to the window, and then you'll see yeah. the mugs of the That's average right. Joe's That's media. Right. Yeah, nice. yeah. See, I, as a surveyor, I work on a lot of job sites. So, you know, I could slap it on the inside of a porta john, and yeah. ain't nobody gonna say anything about that. They put awful things in there. That's all I'm saying. We should do. We yeah, should for start a good time, watch inside of bathrooms. Inside of bathrooms. Yeah. yeah, That's what you've got. Yeah, I mean. Where are people sitting around looking for something to think about? Here's here's the issue. Let's put them eye level right above. I mean, yeah, yeah. Instead of as we're going, hey, you could even have comments like with arrows pointing, like this guy sucks because he wrote this, you know, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead of call for a good time, listen for a great time. Yeah, Yeah. and then like put Slayer on the side of it. Every bathroom has Slayer written on it somewhere. Have y'all ever noticed that? Is that an Oklahoma thing? Which is a terrible band. Yeah, Yeah. I can't stand that. I've never gone into it. It's only (laughs) the bad bathrooms. Most Texas bathrooms are just like game signs yeah names yep a lot of a lot of game signs haven't put the stickers up yet yeah yeah well well, i mean every joe's media has jumped in jumped out so (laughs) 
That's fair. <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will I will say this. I was I was down in Dallas in October doing the podcast with these guys, Sands, the rest of y'all. Yeah. And uh I think the first thing that jumped out while I was sitting there was how much more organized they are than we are. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah. Extremely. Yeah. I feel like what we do I, is I just I feel inborn, like they take it more you know? seriously <laughs> than we do. effortless. Right. <laughs> so they're talking about us right now? I feel, well, if they've I got feel, signage, I think they've already blown us out of the water. I, I, I mean. Say, I, I think we wanted to print T-shirts and still yeah. haven't gotten around to we, that. We now. were really hoping to with get, a, get with hot a, by word of mouth. With, with a screen printer <laughs> in the backyard of the studio, we still haven't been able to, we were, to kick out a T-shirt. We, we were taking the Where's Fluffy route. We were just hoping we would kind of be that underground sensation that took yeah. off. Well, I'm pretty sure we had a logo with a guy that's not even on the show for a few months after we left. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, so to that, I just, right once we, uh, once we started this thing, I went out and spent 600 bucks on t-shirts. Yeah. And then, with this grand idea to sell them. Yeah. And then, there was no platform. Yeah. Zero platform to sell these shirts. I mean, we could have gone on Facebook Marketplace or something like that, but we yeah. didn't have hardly any listeners we didn't have hardly any episodes or anything going on i was like this is awesome because we just we just went all in and we jumped in the deep end and it was and it's fine we were swimming yeah but yeah. uh we started giving out those t-shirts at places where we went on live uh like on location yeah and uh, as if they liked our page and then shared our facebook page with people they got a free t-shirt yeah that's a good idea and so we started using it for marketing yeah talk about to, that because I actually thought you guys actually worked out a deal with these businesses and went in and did a live podcast. Yeah. But you weren't. You no. just literally just took your stuff <laughs> in and just started, <laughs> started doing it. We, awesome. we just show up. Yeah. Well, just walk in there. Just running gun. Yeah. Can we have a table by an outlet, please? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So first, first exactly episode, we, yeah. first episode uh, Josh said, let's go to Wiley. So we went to the Chili's in Wiley. We set up. People started coming up to us thinking we were really big. Yeah. And the manager's like, if you need anything, let me know. That's right. Yeah. As we're like, okay. We, we need some This was fun. Yeah. Chips. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where's the guacamole? You know, so it was, it was really <laughs> great. We got to do that. Just, yeah. Just you, call you up to. like, hey, we're, we're talking about Duchenne Podcast. Yeah. That's right. Worldwide syndicated podcast. Yeah. Don't even call up. Just show up with all your stuff. Yeah. And then put the mics on the table, you know? Maybe don't even use the mics. <laughs> yeah, because that well, first episode we put mics into the computer and we never changed the audio, so it was just <laughs> headphones that. didn't work either. Well, that's right, nothing worked, and so but we looked like we knew what we were doing. Yeah, and then uh, the, well, just the third episode when we were at Buffalo Wild Wings, we we're holding the mic to the waitress. Yep, it was, I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we, like we were taking on street interviews and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, but we um, so when we go to the Flying Saucer for trivia nights. We called. We called up ahead because we'd been there a couple of times, and and some of the people that worked there were former students and stuff of Josh's, and so okay. they reserved this back room for us. So it was really cool going in, seeing a sign reserved for Average Joe's Media. Yeah, and then you make relationships with these people. Yeah, and so then in between all the rounds, they're trying to drive all the customers in the restaurant to come back to us. Yeah, to talk to us and stuff. Yes, do something like that, man. Yeah, you get a lot awesome. of people. We had almost six hundred people subscribe like the the page and everything out after one night oh yeah. yeah that was fantastic yeah no that those great ideas josh why didn't you have something like that hey man <laughs> not enough i'm carrying this podcast <laughs> on my back now I, gotta, now I gotta do marketing yeah 
See, and, and you know, it's like you said, you know, it, you, if you show up and you look like you're a big deal, yeah. people just kind of assume, right? Fake they, it till you make that, it, man. Yeah. Right. And and if we've learned anything about, you know, this country we live in, it, image is absolutely everything. Hey, yeah. it, t- you know, what you do and what you perform doesn't matter. As long as you look like you're doing it well, everybody loves it, you yeah. know, and then they can figure it out later. How much do right. you think a t-shirt cannon costs? A t-shirt cannon? Dude, how cool like would it be? a potato launcher? Yeah, how cool would it be to go into like a Buffalo Wild Wings? That's what like YouTube's one. for. Yeah. You could probably make one of those. Go into a Buffalo a Wild CO2 Wings. CO2 tank like, on the back? Well, I know a guy that a they used podcast. to use PVC pipe and a hairspray can, yeah. and then they would just get an igniter, and they would light the hairspray, yeah. and it would psh, launch yeah. a potato. It's called a potato gun. Yeah. 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 Like, who hadn't made a potato gun? What? I'm just saying. Dude, you're like a t-shirt in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This would be a great future episode. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Cool to be just on like, location. That's right. We, be at we'll Buffalo be Wild Wings, <laughs> acting like we're knowing what we're doing, <laughs> and then just <laughs> randomly. And, and I'm just, just saying, toss the t-shirt you might want to make sure you calibrated people. that thing before you start launching t-shirts at people. Because my buddy Marcus got hit by the t-shirt cannon at the Chesapeake. We were way up in Loud City. It hit him in the chest, and man, it kind of crippled the guy. Like he just <laughs> he got hit and just folded up. And luckily, it threw his arms up and he caught it. You know, but oh, was yeah. that was that a uh, was that the one that they shoot, or was it the... Uh, it's the Balin Blaster. The Gatling Gun one? Yes, yeah, the Gatling Gun <laughs> t-shirt <laughs> deal. Yeah. Yeah. You could just get some of that uh, medical hose and put a little... Make it a slingshot. Do yeah, slingshot. That's true. Yeah, we, yeah. Don't need a, we don't need anything engineered. <laughs> I was going to tell you, though, you guys appreciate those kind words, but, I mean, if anything, we've kind of looked up to y'all's podcast and setup with the, between the intros and, you know... You guys share information about the cameras and stuff walking in. I'm not going to lie. I think we were a little bit intimidated because this is a really nice setup. Yeah. It's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, long, our a game. we're yeah, a long way right. from plugging the uh, mics into a GoPro and doing it in my garage. <laughs> I, yeah. I mentioned that to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty rough. Well, yeah, yeah, Everybody a, starts somewhere. We, we have one episode that was, seriously, it was uh, it was recorded on an H2N handy zoom, which is, is the like the, the smallest little mm-hmm. recorder you can get, nice. you know, and we're just speaking into our microphones and it's going to that, so the sound is real horrible on that yeah. episode. That was episode one. No we video. Went, we went almost three hours. Yeah, we just <laughs> We were talked. just sitting there talking. Like, like me and Josh hadn't seen each other in 10 years or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we got to Mike's room. Or, or yeah, Mike's room. Yeah, and uh, and his his smoke detector. <laughs> his smoke detector kept beeping at we, us. We we yeah, we ran Mike off. I feel we bad. Did. I mean, Mike and I are real good friends. Yeah, and, you know, work. But I think I think he saw the direction the podcast was going. <laughs> he after. didn't want to ride that <laughs> <Yeah>. train because <laughs> we had we had Austin English. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but here you know he's he's pretty well known because he used to play for OU. Yeah, uh, he's a good friend of ours. He has an infamous late hit on Colt yeah, McCoy. That everybody loves to talk about. Hit, yeah, um, and so I'm in Oklahoma, so I'm I'm not going to say anything negative. Here's the, <laughs> here's the funny you. thing, though. The funny thing is, is, Mike is a Longhorn fan like I am. You know, that's that's kind of you know, kind of what drug us together is because we were talking trash about him one day, and then we uh, end up hanging out. But anyway, long story short, of everybody in that room, Mike fanboyed on Austin oh, harder right. than anyone I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Nice. And we just razzed him the entire and time for it. I, I believe I was the first to comment on it because he, he pretty much asked Austin if they wanted to do a podcast together. <laughs> and I was like, are you are you trying to get a – are you trying to start a new podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nice. on our podcast? Nice. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and, then, and then it just – like talk, yeah. about the, talk about them old days. Remember yeah. he said that? He's like, you ever think about starting a podcast, just talk about them old days? <laughs> 
Yeah, it went downhill. For it went, and, then, and, 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 and I just once I started laughing, I'm done. And then, yeah. he, well, then he then he started asking him about his hometown, but he kept misquoting. <clears throat> he kept calling it the wrong town. Yeah, and I'm like, man, come on, dude. If you're gonna Facebook stalk somebody, at least <laughs> at least do your research. Oh, you know, Mike but, deserved better, but yeah, <laughs> he got but what he got because he came on the podcast. I do, I do feel like that was the episode where like, yeah, man, it was the format turned. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh. Everybody's cool with being being yeah. razzed. I, I think I was bringing it. a sheet of paper with some like like kind of topic points, you know, like we could maybe hit like, oh, here's some stuff we could talk about. And then after that episode, it was just like, nah, I think we're just going to get on there and go where it takes us. So. We do like the genuine like. I try not to talk about what we're going to talk about if I'm going to bring it up, yeah. just to get the genuine reaction yeah. from certain things. Yeah. Well, but most of the time, it's just a befuddled look. Well, and, and I believe in, everyone can agree that the best conversations you have are not scripted. Right. No, it, not I mean, you just have a conversation, and then before you know it, everybody's kind of rolling because you kind of gotten into a rhythm with each other. Yeah, yeah. well, that's why everybody likes the concept and, of reality TV. Yeah. Even though right. I think a lot of that is scripted, but it, yeah. it comes off as it's not. Yeah. Which which the the upside of that is you really get some pure content on here Yeah. Some from time to time with our podcast. Kind of the the negative about that is sometimes you have to listen for forty five minutes mm-hmm. before you can actually hear anything worth hearing, yeah. and then you get that golden nugget at the end. So we're probably gonna have to put together a hit list at, at some point. Yep. <laughs> yeah. takes Maybe. a takes a while to get to the story of uh, Jeff pooping in a coffee can <laughs> on the back of an airplane. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was terrible. <laughs> that was a great but well story. worth it. Dude, yeah. you know, dude, you know how many There's people? Plenty of stories. Do you there. know how many people though when they come up to me and say, "Hey, I really like your podcast." And then they're like, that story about Jeff pooping in the coffee can on a plane is hands down the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Dude, I mean, people, that's that God. that probably should be at the, on our YouTube channel, that should probably be the top video, just the yeah. cut of that story, just because a lot of people. Well, and what we need to do is, uh, you know, my my uncle, you know, he he passed away recently, but uh, but they still own that airplane, and uh, I could probably go take a picture of myself in that airplane, and give y'all some perspective, <laughs> actual context, of just, of, some of just of just how small of an area we were all crowded in. Forget that. Let's all just take a, a flight around, <laughs> and you just poop in the coffee can. Yeah, let's recreate this. <laughs> let's experience this. One hundred percent. Just stream well, live until he has to go. Well, <laughs> well, well, first of all, holding a mic down there, you yeah. get the whole ambiance. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the. The plane only legally like seats three people because you know of its capacity of, of what it can haul. So I mean, you know, I was there were three of us that were like small childrens while we had so right. many in the airplane. But, mm, yeah. That's funny, man. Yeah, it's, wow. It's 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 not a big airplane. <laughs> it's a personal yeah. aircraft, and that just makes you an even bigger jerk of a kid. Oh, oh dude, I, my everybody poor, smelled that. My poor cousins, man. I mean, of all the things they've been through in their life, I think that's still hands down the worst thing they've ever had to experience. <laughs> I mean, and of all the places that you might not want to create a smell that could cause people yeah, to faint, yeah, and, an and, airplane is one of them. Yeah, you're stuck. Yeah, and you're just you're you're up there. Yeah, you're up there. Yeah. So, anyways, but hey. You know, good times. Yeah. I mean, it makes for a great story. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't there. But <laughs> So do you, now yeah. that you guys have been doing this for a while, do you ever like have any outtakes or maybe things that you did end up posting? You go back and, and kind of like reminisce with or you enjoy watching or listening to? We, uh, we've we taken some if, – if we try not to. We try and just put whatever we put out there unedited. Yeah. Just, you know, because mm-hmm. like I said, we do like the realms – we keep it real. It's pure. There, there have been some times where 
it, it mainly focuses on conspiracy theories where I've probably gone a little too far <laughs> and really haven't <laughs> put a lot of thought into what I'm saying. Mm. And so I, I'm like, you know what? No. This may not put us in the best light. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've kind of cut that stuff out. But Yeah. Um, well, the Josh, what will go on with him is he says he doesn't put a lot of thought into it. He puts a lot into it because – you have to put a lot of thought into fabricating the things that he puts on this <laughs> yeah. podcast. I've heard some of them. <laughs> yeah. They're so far-fetched, you can't just be coming up with that off the top of your head. If if so, then you are some kind of a genius. No, it's, right? not, it's, <laughs> not, a, it's not a fabrication per se, but it is. I don't know. What it is is it's You told a, me one time that there was a formula for the truth, that it was a mathematical equation for the truth, and then you tried to explain it to me, and... <laughs> Was that on the lost episode? Oh, it is. It's on the it's on the hot episode, the infamous hot episode. Uh, there there was them. multiple the glistening uh, months. Yeah, we were in Josh's garage. Yeah, we, we, we were just sweating through our clothes miserable. and just pretending like we weren't. Yeah, yeah. You we, know? we that's the only way to do it. We yeah. started in October. I think I drank four uh, bottles of water that, and episode. it was a cold October. So essentially, everything in my garage was. Um, Pretty cool. I mean, we're wearing hoodies and jackets, yeah. right. which wasn't a big deal. Then we go to Mike's. Then Mike kicks us out. You know, <laughs> for like what two episodes? The other thing too is 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 we did we did almost line Joe Exotic up, and I think that scared Mike M- off. Mike too. did not want any part of yeah. Joe Exotic. Which, to his credit, that was some good foresight. <laughs> <laughs> so who you, I've heard him mention a couple of times, and I, if I'm supposed, who's Joe Exotic? All right, Joe down in Winniewood, Oklahoma, which you guys essentially passed the exit for on the way up. Did you here. see an exotic animal park sign? Yeah, GW through? Exotic Animal Park. Mm, yeah. um, essentially, that was owned by a guy named uh, Joe Joe Shreve hey, Shrevevogel or his, something. Like his that. alias is Run Deep. He he or has like three or Joseph four last Mal- names. Joseph or whatever. Yeah. He had a, he had a passage joseph passage whatever anyway he went by joe exotic and he made this ridiculous this ridiculous music video uh, about saving tigers which jeff and i thought was the greatest thing ever <laughs> i uh, saw a tiger we're, we're gonna yeah. look it up later yeah. <laughs> it was a man saw a tiger and a tiger saw a man yeah, it's yeah. Like i saw a tiger and a tiger saw a man oh, okay. and so yeah. it was ridiculous that's really the, cr- the the basis of mine and jeff's friendship and he does he dresses like a like a like a 1984 wrestler from jim crockett yeah. promotions i mean it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous yeah so yeah. anyway um He's just yeah. he's just a very eccentric dude. We we're a big fan of the video, and then he runs for governor, huh. and somebody essentially went when the teachers were protesting here and were going on strike. He was going down and he was handing out rolling papers with his governor uh, campaign on it. Yeah, and, the, the the vote for Joe was actually on a pack of zigzags, and he yeah. was walking around handing it to teachers who were protesting their <laughs> their money. You know, so, so this, this is epic. And you guys yeah. gonna, you guys almost got him as a guest. So, and that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. That, no, here's what happened though. <laughs> what happened is, is Jeff posted something about it. Yes, uh, and they commented. And Joe Exotic actually commented on it, and then anyone who commented on it, and and most people were making fun of the guy. Yeah, but anyone who commented on it, he friend requested. Yeah, and so I got a friend request from Joe Exotic, and I'm like, "Yes, sir," and then and I'm like, "Let's get yeah. him on the podcast." Yeah. And I think all I did was I just posted a picture of the zigzags, and I wrote, "Joe Exotic is passing out zigzags at the Capitol," which means like that, which means yeah. Joe Exotic is searching himself on 
Facebook. Oh, of course. yeah. Because oh, he didn't get a notification. He was trying to get his name out there. Yeah, so anyway, he does. I, I am him just out of the blue, like, hey, come on our podcast. And he shoots me back, let's do this. Yeah. And so we, you know, then Mike's like, I don't think my wife will let him in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so I'm like, that's valid. Yeah. Anyway. He fast, breeds ligers. Fast forward about a year later. Mm. and Illegally. He, does he like tots? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> wow. Wow. But Pulling down in my reference, man. Yeah, or, no, I got <laughs> it. Okay. Of those. Yeah. Both of them. Uh, fast forward a year later, and he's uh, convicted for murder for hire. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Now he's in prison. Yeah. He, he got into it. So he got into Probably it Probably still listening, so shout out to Joey. <laughs> he, he, he got it. Yeah. He, 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 he got into it with a lady from, from Florida who was an animal rights activist who also had a pretty shady past. Wow. And and they started going back and forth, uh, both both feeling quite righteous about their stance. And um, it just it, it got out of control. And uh, he, he does have – he had a lot of practices at his – he was all about money right what she was calling him out on was he was wrong on but she was also crazy too and then next thing you know he was like you know what best way to take care of this i'm gonna pay a guy fifteen hundred dollars to drive to florida and kill her and it just didn't work is that I don't the know. going price for murder no. we were no, wondering no it's not apparently that's, it's the it's not a good rate <laughs> that's it's, why that's you why get he's what in you jail. pay for yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. the guy just went to the fbi instead because he was like this seems a little easier i just take the money and go to the fbi and then uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah i had a uh, i had a girl that i worked with at loomis that was murdered by an 18 year old for 200 bucks really oh, yeah what that yep. is crazy yeah 200 that's bucks crazy yeah caught the guy that? like a week later Okay. Yeah. The guy who hired him was he caught? Yeah, it was her ex-husband. Yeah. See, ah. can't do it, folks. Mm. Two hundred bucks. Can't 200 do bucks. it. The Mexican CEO of Amazon. Yeah. Is actually on trial right now for having his wife killed, and he really? played, from what I understand, six to seven figures to do it. Yeah. Whoa. So there aren't a lot of skilled so, hitmen out there. No, and and they cost a lot. Yeah. You know. I mean, John Wick cost what? That's probably the the that would well, probably be forty five gold coins. Yes, yeah. whatever would, those are worth. Whatever that would probably be the rate. Very, yeah. very special gold. Well, you coins. have to yeah. you have to give them your marker with your blood on it. Yeah, right. so and then you owe a favor. That's how. Yeah. So I would say that's the rate. I don't see us getting our hands on a Mandalorian anytime soon. Yeah, so. no. No. I got of, some imperial credits though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're not any good. <laughs> But some not, people still take yeah, it. Yeah, about as, about as worthless as Confederate cash That's these right. days. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Did y'all see where John Wick 4 and, uh, was it Matrix? They're, they're going to come out the same day? Yeah. Oh, really? Really. Wow. I don't see that actually happening, but it would be awesome. How, does, how is Matrix going to... I'm excited. Neo's about dead. It. Isn't does, it? does it turn no, out Neo's that, like that a, now like a supernatural power? Or something. Does it turn yeah. out that he was actually in another computer program that made him think he was great. fighting a computer program? They'll uh, just reincarnate him. He, he was the original computer program that was fighting everybody. Okay, he just now identified himself. Okay, I didn't yeah. watch them all. Well, then that could be really great. For <laughs> I'm the just day making and, that oh, up. Hey, you know that's I'm the totally everybody I'm identifies with something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was mind blown the first time I saw that movie, though. Yeah. The, first one, the first one was phenomenal. John Wick or Matrix? No, Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. Oh, I remember watching in the theater, and I'm like, "This is the best use of Rage Against the Machine I've ever seen." <laughs> yeah. Like hands down. Yeah. Like that I, soundtrack was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was really, 
I, what I didn't like about the Matrix though was how many people started wearing you know like long black jackets and yeah. and and you know just uh, leather hey, leather tight those, yeah. sun, anything, yeah. those sunglasses are the stupidest looking thing oh, I've dude, ever they look seen. Terrible. I'm telling you, it got it got a little ridiculous what uh, what people were dressing like for That's a little true. while. So I, I had a pair of brake on me, and so I went ahead and broke off the other side to see if I could pull off the Morpheus. <laughs> thing. It, did, it didn't go well. But I'm also the guy that tried putting uh, neon lights in his 84 crown Vic that was powder blue oh, because everybody nice. else was doing it for you know with nice. uh, Fast and the Furious so yeah um, yeah you know what I was a trier yeah that and you know <laughs> trying's the biggest thing right? Right? you know oh, what I mean yeah. like I, I was completely oblivious you know, to how ridiculous it was I, I, you know yeah. I'm always going to tell my daughter you know like I don't mm-hmm. care if you peak at mediocre as long as you're peaking you know it just yeah. just give it that effort you wow. know yeah <laughs> it's all about effort and try college try <laughs> that's fair <laughs> so well, now, I have a question, something I've noticed. Now, now, Josh and I, now, Corey, he does his own thing. He's his own man, I will say. But Josh and I, we, we matched our headphones. We thought that would be a good idea, and I see yeah. that you guys did the same thing. Yeah. Now, now what are we rocking here? I, I, uh, these are Behringer okay. uh, oh, like HPS 3000. Now, All right. now, I will say, because they are more organized, uh-huh. when you go on their podcast, they've got four or five pairs Oh, so really? you don't have to bring your own headphones. You just literally yeah. just walk in and put. We a had pair Corey's head. wife in a gaming headset. Had the little <laughs> microphone and everything. Nice. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Yeah. I just these were like twenty twenty five bucks, and I bought four pair. Really? Yeah. I, well, I bought two of the. They're like one generation lower, I yeah. guess, or or older. Yeah. And uh, when the pads fell out of it. Oh. So of course I gave the matching pair to my seven year old who tried to start her own little podcast. Yeah. And uh, is it good? Should we like it? Uh, well, she just kind of stopped doing it. She wants to. She wants to do YouTube stuff now. Ah. And so I don't have. I don't have the capacity right now to do what she wants. Mm. I don't just have the stuff. So. But you should still uh, go check out the Facebook. Yeah. Kids are interesting, though, no, man. She's they, special. She's yeah, special. they, they got adorable. Yeah, it's awesome. But uh, so I just went and bought these, and yeah. then I was like, if we're gonna have guests, they're gonna need headphones. Yeah. So it was. It was pretty uh, easy to make the decision. Just. To, click quantity four well, you know and and they weren't terribly expensive so i think what led us down this road was you know we were looking at investing in equipment and we were like okay man we got to get some like you know good sound equipment we want to sound good yeah. like that we know we can do that content and eh, it's gonna be what it is <laughs> but we can sound good while we're doing it and right. so we we started you know kind of researching everything and uh, i got hooked on watching booth junkie uh-huh. Uh, if you've ever seen seen those on YouTube, he uh, he just kind of tests different sound equipment and everything. Right. Uh, did a lot of that. Corey has a lot of knowledge about this kind of stuff, so he was he was pretty handy in that respect. Yeah. And then we just kind of started piecing it together that way. Yep. And well, and it, that's basically what we did. It was just a little bit here, a little bit there. It gets expensive fast, real fast. And yeah. If you like, try to just blow this thing up in one day, it, you're spending right. five, six thousand dollars easy. Yeah. You know, we were we started looking on Facebook Marketplace, you know, because like all these little microphone booms were just starting to wear out, and so we wanted to right, let's get some good ones that yep. actually don't creak and pop as you're moving them on. You know, the mic. Yeah. The well, that's show. what we're we have the we have those ones with. I guess they have the same uh, springs that are on that camera right there. Oh, okay. And yeah. They're, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're a little bit longer. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> no, they don't. They don't do that. But it sounds like you. Oh, this, it's this right here. It's yeah. Those, those are the, those are the originals right there. The, so like the ten dollars special. Whenever yeah. you hit it, is you know it's whoa 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like yeah. We're, we're playing instruments over here. We're yeah. To, now we still haven't figured out how to keep Josh from popping his microphone when he grabs the cord under it, like at the beginning of the show. That's that's a given. That's a given. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's the cord. 
Yeah. These yeah, cords wear out quick, man. Yeah. yeah. You'll see Josh does this a lot though. He's always jacking with the cord. I don't think I've ever touched my cord ever no, once. No. And, but Josh Josh plays with it like it's his tail or something yeah. and he's grooming it. <laughs> he's like a cat over here. I'm the same. I mean, I I think we uh, every, most people have different things. So mine is I move the microphone a lot. Uh, I move it drives the mic. him nuts. I play I move the mic. I play with this thing right here. Yeah. Um I'm just, I play with I'm the just trying to figure out how it's difficult to not sit still. Yeah. I'm a fidget. Yeah, like, I, I bought the spinners. So hard, I bought the right? fidget cubes. so hard? So, and then also maybe not go to the restroom there in the middle of the recording. Well, now, that's yeah. a re- That's a regular over the last See, easily 10 episodes. Well, here's yeah. the thing. Jeff I'm, got up I'm, and took it I, down. I got up. I did not. It was a number one. He pours from. He gets up like, I got to pee. And so he goes to the bathroom, and it's already morphed. And like, dude, he took this huge steamer in my bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get back, and <laughs> like I've only been gone episode. for a little bit. I can't remember the last time it took me ten minutes to pee, but we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you would have known. If <laughs> well, yeah. Have y'all heard that commercial? Like, my number two doesn't look like a number two. Is there a number three? Have you heard that uh, one about no. IBS? No, I do I'm enjoy. Shout out to Crohn's. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I just call that doing a number one out your number. Josh, two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's but one plus two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, it's reverse mathematics. There's there's the obligatory uh, poop subject matter we always go. Yeah, yeah. We always hit that at least once. Yeah. Yeah. that that's really listen, what keeps them coming back. There's no listen. There's no better story yeah. than a uncomfortable had to go story. Yeah, yeah. You know. Hey man, y'all ever seen that thing? Uh, Answer the internet on Barstool Sports. Uh huh. Yeah. Huh? No. 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 Okay, so they no, ask, we, we work at our jobs. They ask ridiculous questions, <laughs> right? I mean, stupid questions to, to comedians or whatever, and they have to explain why they chose it. Like, one was like, would you rather permanently have foam fingers on, on your hands or be on stilts? No. Huh. And I'm like, I'd rather be on stilts, you know, use them. Anyway, one of them was, would you always, uh, would you would you rather always feel like you have to poop or would you never want to know, or would you rather not ever know when it's coming? Well, either way, you, you would never know when it was coming. I, I think I have a pretty solid uh, insight onto that question. Because <laughs> I think I got both of them at any point in time of my life. It's it's, it's pretty got ridiculous. The, got the surprise too. I think I would. Yeah. Well, I, it wasn't it, an either or proposition. It wasn't. You. It was a. You were, how it works. God said you are getting both of these, and you're going to have to manage it. Yeah. That's what he told me. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, that's a good point, though. If you always feel like you have to poop, then when do you know you actually have to poop? Yeah. So that's actually so. Okay. So let's just go ahead and have this discussion. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is amazing. Well, and other uh, people could be struggling. Like, yeah, this, yeah. You know, no, I don't know so who needs to hear this. If but you're out listen. there and you're having this, bro, you are not alone. Okay. <laughs> so um, my biggest thing is that uh, is that I'll feel like I have to go, and then I don't, and yeah. I will I will sit there until my legs. <laughs> Are numb, completely numb, because I'm like I gotta go. That usually happens to me, but I'm playing poker. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> on the pot. Well, I'll end up doing something to keep my my mind occupied. But uh, so then there's another time where I definitely have to go. I, so I, I had to run out of practice the other day, and I just I brought the captain. So I said, "Hey, y'all run practice. I gotta go." And they know my situation, and so um, it, it's 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 no negotiation. It, you just you gotta beeline yeah. it to the restroom, and so um, so I went. And then, you know, I went. You feel it. It goes. It's in the top. It's in the pot. And then, you you don't think you're done. Like I will sit there because I don't think that I'm done. I think I have more in the it. tank. Yeah, like I, I refuse and to believe I'm done. And it's because that muscle or the or whatever is down there is still 
what I, what is it inflamed or contracting uh in, engaged Spasmatic. or something yeah. and it's I'm it's always flexing right that's exactly <laughs> what it is until you find some way to relax and so my best way to relax is you get home and sleep yeah and then when i wake up my whole you know your whole body relaxes when you go to sleep yeah. so uh when i wake up the next morning i'm i'm better but uh but if that happens at two o'clock in the afternoon from two to ten i feel like i have to go oh, the wow. whole day and it's just extremely disconcerting oh yeah and so uh and you know my other, the other issues are sometimes you you don't go for three days yeah which is not natural no nope. at all in any way i mean because i eat every day yeah so i should be going every day so there's times I don't go for three days, and there's times I go seven, eight times a day. Well, and it's it's just it completely empties anything that's in there, and uh, and so I will feel I will I will think I never have to go, and then boom I'll have to go, and it's no it's no man it's you just can't you can't not you just can't wait yeah if I'm in class there's man there was one time I was in class and I was just sitting here like I, I gotta teach <laughs> I gotta teach man I gotta teach and then my classroom at that time was the furthest away from any bathroom <laughs> if I forgot my lanyard to get into the building I was in the portable so yeah if I forgot my lanyard to get in there it was you know you had to run back and get your get your key to get in the building and then you still have to go all the way across the building it was so bad i've had some i've had some interesting interesting episodes well i'm telling you yeah. man i had one at the gaylord texan too oh i don't know if we should i don't know if we should dive into that one, but. i gotta tell you that still because you were i that's an amazing story it's a good one yeah that's a, that's a great one i mean i'll go for it it's yeah, not <laughs> it's all out on the table you're so, in the right place all right Just i'm, know, gonna, I'm gonna pull a josh and a jelly real quick all right you're in a safe place yeah. tell all so uh, this is the recipe that's right. Yeah, it's a recipe. <laughs> that's right. Wait, wait till the stew comes out. That's right. Okay, so <laughs> figuratively and literally. That's right. <laughs> that is that is pretty much the consistency. So, uh, so I'm at the Gaylord Texan. This was back when I was married. Uh, my wife at the time had uh, um, some kind of a, a company event where she got a room, and so. I said, I've never been to the Gaylord Texan. I'm going to have my parents keep the girls for the night, and we're going to go enjoy the, mm-hmm. the hotel and, and whatever it has to offer. And so I went, and the next morning I got out. What they don't necessarily advertise is that the parking garage is about two-and-a-half-mile walk away from the front doors of the Gaylord Texan. <laughs> and so, um, so I get out to my car, and at this time we had a Nissan Quest because we have three kids, and apparently a van was necessary. Yeah. Shout out to Nissan. We're always looking However, for sponsors. However, yeah, that's right. We are. Always. <laughs> it was extremely important that I had a van at this point. Let's just say that this is a key detail to the success of this of this yeah. thing happening. So, anyway, so I get to the car and I'm like, and it, and it hits me, and it's instant. And I said, "Oh crap!" Literally. Yeah. And so I start walking back to the front doors, and I just I can't make it. I cannot make it, and I'm maybe about thirty yards away from my car. So I go back to my car, fold the seat down. Fold one of the back seats down, flatten the thing, and apparently it had a towel, which that was very fortunate. (laughs) All of these things were extremely fortunate in this building up of this thing. So I had a towel, I had an undershirt that I didn't need anymore ever again, and uh, and then there was a couple of, um, there's at least one, maybe two, uh, like Walmart sacks in the car. You know, (laughs) those ones where you double bag it, and then whenever you take the stuff out of the car. Mm the outside bag falls off you know yeah. and it's just yeah. there and of course you have kids so who knows what else was in the car but so i laid this towel down and, and i just i just squatted on top of the bent down seat i shut my door 
And it was, man, it was a hot box. Literally. It was steaming in there big time. <laughs> That's and so, fair. And so I just, I, I went until I felt like I had at least, you know, at least 30 minutes left in me to where I could relax and make it home yeah. to where if there was anything else going on. This was before I was diagnosed with Crohn's. Yeah. And, uh, and so then I, I was like, well, what do I do with this? Like I'm not, I'm not driving home with this, just with this present, you know, in the car. And so I found Park that, that van at Burger King and leave it. Well, I thought I thought about that. It was at least a month before I told Kelly what had happened. <laughs> okay, at least so, at least a month. Wow. So I'm thinking this this part of it's new for me because yeah. the, when you originally told me the story, I'm thinking she's there with you, like helping mm-hmm. you the whole time. No, no, no. Like, this no. was like a like, like, a, like, like holding a, his hand. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I am. Lean back into me. You no, know no, what I no, mean? I'm like alone. it's going to help you balance. It's going to be okay. This was sans anybody. Yeah. I was thinking. Like that is literally watching. the best wife ever. This whole time. No, we this would probably still wanted, be together if she did this, this type of stuff. For me. This is why I wanted to do book club. Yeah. Okay. No, so so I'm sitting. So you know, you got the bars typically in the bathrooms, especially maybe the older geriatric uh, bathrooms. You know, where you're holding the stuff uh-huh. to, you know, if you got to like push yourself up or so you don't fall mm-hmm. over and stuff. So I'm holding the seat. And I'm holding the door yeah. because I'm not. I'm not touching. I'm not touching tush to to towel right yeah, now. You know, yeah. I need some space, so I got to balance myself. And uh, and so I keep looking out the the window, and every time I don't see anybody, you know, I do that number right there. <laughs> and uh, and then <laughs> and then I get it, you know, I get it cleaned up with uh, I get the undershirt, you know, everybody needs their own version of toilet paper in these type of stories. So yeah. took the undershirt off and uh, and took care of my business, and then found the found the Walmart sack because I did not know what I was going to do with it, and uh, I found the Walmart sack. I walked it. Like I was walking my my dog's stuff yeah. to the to the nearest trash can, and uh, I found a trash can on the opposite side. <laughs> I walked through the entire parking garage, man. I walked yeah. to the opposite side, found the trash can, dumped it, and then went back into my car and left. and And uh, I think I told my brothers within a, within a day or two, and they because me and my me and my middle brother Michael, we have uh, we have all kinds of poop talk all yeah. all the time because he's telling me how how important it is to. To look at it, yeah. After you're done, to see if yeah. you have any issues, you Make might sure need to go okay. to the doctor. Yeah. You know? Wait, did you say little brother or middle? Middle. Okay. Well, yeah. both. And if you're talking right. physical size. Well, now, now imagine that same similar scenario, mm-hmm. but in an airplane with five other people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh man, it it was horrible. So, so yeah, you are the youngest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got another one with your brother, but uh, a poop story with yeah, my brother. Yeah. He. Yeah. He and this one's. This one was. Go, go I mean, we go, we go nuts. Just yeah. Make it, make it. Poop, I feel like it's, I feel like this is poop a bit, like it's it's probably not acceptable with us because it's just kind of grotesque. But because you have a condition, like yeah, kind of gives us the green light to yeah. Because we're we're doing it more or less for the humor <laughs> and the gross aspect of it, yeah. and we're really educating people right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, people like, are definitely like I said, getting educated. Yeah. I don't well, know so who needs to hear this, but we're here. It's for almost yeah. like a it, poop. You're doc. not. A, you're not alone. It's yeah. a. It's a poop documentary. It really almost. is. I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm fully in support of starting Brown Ribbon Week. Like awareness. Yeah. Awareness yeah. is what we need. I'm going to need a month. Yeah. I'm going to need my own month. <laughs> we we got to do some kind of a challenge, like the ice bucket challenge, and it, how it brought awareness. Right. Like we got to do something a, like that. It'll have to be a fall month. <laughs> but you know who our spokesman can be? Well, uh, Mr. Hanky. Mr. Hanky. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas time. Uh, it's Christmas. <laughs> we got gifts. Keep on giving. Yeah. I'll tell you what. So, uh, right, so you, my ever. brother's poop story. Okay, so um, this was, again, this was me having to go so so badly that I could not make it to a restroom. And so, uh, 
Me, Adam, and uh, a kid named Marco Sagala. You remember Marco? Yeah, I remember Marco. Okay, so we uh, we went to Furs. Can I can I interject real quick? Yeah, you bet. How does Marco end up like getting pictures <laughs> with like all these cool people? I do not know. Like he just finds himself in random spots to like. He's all like I'm always seeing him with like Dirk well, Nowitzki or something. Well, like that. Well, I think he's putting himself in those spots. Yeah, I you mean, know. You got to be putting yourself to find yourself there, right? I'm not friends with him on social media, but I like. I think about a year and a half ago, around the holidays, he, I, they came. They were visiting, coming back to the, the church and everything, and, yeah. and I saw him, and I was like, "Yeah, Marco's a big dude." Yeah, Marco's a big dude. I, he was I probably haven't seen him since we were in. Like we he, were in high he school. chugged a pitcher of beer like real quick yeah. and ended up being contacted by Daniel Tosh's people for Tosh Point oh. Really? At one point. Wow. And I remember, I don't think he made it all the way through, but they were they were in talks with him. Anyway. So we went random. to, uh, we went to Furs. Shout out Marco. That's right. We went oh. to Furs, and uh, when you go to Furs, you pay to eat. Yeah. So we ate a lot. And uh, and then I don't know who had this brilliant idea, but over at Saturn Road Church Christ, um, they had a... Shout out out to Saturn Road. That's right. They had a, a <laughs> basketball goal or two set up in their parking lot. And so we were like, let's go shoot some hoops. And this was easily 15, 20 minutes after we left. This decision got made. And so we went over there. We played a little, what, one-on-one-on-one on one on one or yeah, 21 or whatever. Any any kind of those little games little, you can play. with three-way pickup game. That's right. And so, um, so you know, it, it kind of hits me. But at this point in time, it doesn't hit me so badly that I just had to run out of there. So I was like, I got a minute. Uh, I think I had three minutes. And so I got in my car. And at that time, I drove stick shift. Well, I started to put it in reverse, and you know, you're moving both your legs. Well, at that point in time, you have fewer muscles to control the stopping of this, uh, of the flow. And so I said, I can't drive my car because I got to use both my feet and I got to use everything to control this car. I have nothing stopping this. I can't clinch and use my feet at the same time. It was that bad. And so uh, they had this little, uh, had this little drainage ditch. Right out beside. <laughs> this is epic. <laughs> they, had this, they had this little drainage dish. It was uh, it was it was sodded, you know, and uh, and it was right beside the parking lot, right beside the basketball court. And uh, shout out to City of Garland. That's water right. Ma- no, storm water management. That's right. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, the, kind of the worst yeah. part about this is is when I came back later to see if it was still there. So, um, so I went down. You know, I, I did the crab on the on the incline, right. And you do the crab because you spread your legs and you push up, and then that way, if there is any drain down the hill, mm-hmm. it you don't get anything on you, right? Uh-huh. So uh, there were there were four four piles because I thought I was done. Were you crab walking? I was the- I was crab walking left to my left. Wow! Okay? So I so I did that, and I was like, oh, and then I saw a crab walk to my left, and I sat down because I relaxed. I thought I was done, and I was like, oh, not done. Got up, did it again. Crab walk to my left. Thought I was done. Oh, not done. Four Somehow, times. Like I <laughs> see was, the Hershey Kiss conveyor belt. <laughs> and, was, and then you got natural toilet paper in between. So yeah. me being a math teacher, it was more like the uh, the uh, cubes pyramid, yeah. like the the perfect cubes. Uh-huh. You know, so you know you had one. Uh, a four by four cube. Yeah, yeah. Two or by the two squares, cube. whatever, whatever it yeah. was. So you know, one four. Uh, nine, sixteen, like the the pyramid just got bigger. Yeah. But for me, it got smaller as a, as it came out. And so then we went the next morning. I was like, I gotta see if that thing's still there. Like, I gotta show you guys what this actually looked like. And uh, we went back 
gone. Completely no trace of any of it at all. No rain or anything? No rain. Obviously, it had to be bugs. Bugs are animals, or what? Yeah. And so uh, somebody's dog could it could have been somebody's dog. But we had it was like uh, a raccoon or a squirrel yeah. that but was it, like mm, loving me I, some fur. When I say it was the next morning, I mean we were up there like at ten or eleven o'clock, and then it was like eight o'clock the next morning. It's not like we went twelve, 12 hours. hours for the stuff. You know, we went less than eight, and it was gone. Yeah, and that's why you don't let your dog. And so no, neither other than the shirt that Adam had that he said, "Hey, I don't need this thing anymore." And I used that. Other than that, there was zero evidence that I actually did all that. What would have been funny, though, is if... Zero like, so evidence is that the greenest patches of grass still to this day. They well, may, what if, what there if may be was three consecutively dog. smaller patches of grass. Think about this. Somebody was probably walking their dog and then not even paying attention, and they look down, and they're like, oh, dear heavens, yeah. what did you do? And so think of some stranger picking up all of your poop and it was their dog. Oh, that would have been, been amazing. That would have been awesome. That's, man, a, I, that's a solid I, theory. Man, it, this was before I'd even thought about anything about recording, but I wish I could have set a camera right there just sure. to kind of see what happened, time lapse or something. Yeah, yeah. Might have been man. one of those prison road crews, like. Yeah. Mm. Like paying just, for their crime. I was going <laughs> to say you just you just reform better someone better than any prison system could. So you got to pick like, this up. We'll go adopt the highway right over there. Yeah, Average <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe's we're, Road. We're, yeah, we're, we're it's our intro, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. we'll just we'll take oh care of that gosh. little stretch of uh, Saturday no, that Kingsley. Was, that was a that was those were two most horrible days in my life. Oh man, horrible but very relieving. Now, now you have been diagnosed with Crohn's. Is that that's yeah. what's, what the cause is? Yeah, right. and I think I, I think that that maybe started. Around my uh, around when I was twenty or so, yeah. I was at uh, I was at Commerce and I felt something a little unnatural. But I was I don't like hospitals, so I didn't go. Yeah, and I was like maybe I was a little sick, maybe I ate something bad, you know. Yeah, and then you know it started becoming more of a once every day thing yeah. or a, uh, every time I went yeah. type of thing. So maybe a little off subject, but what years were you at Commerce? Um, I graduated. May of 2008, and so I was there for two and a half years. Okay, I think. 2006, January 2006. All right, May I don't. I had a I had a buddy, Adam Jones. He went to Commerce, but uh, I don't. I think he was there before you. Yep. So all right, maybe. Well, now just looking at this, uh, kind of Googled a little bit about Crohn's, yep. and uh, kind of seeing some of the the stuff that the Mayo Clinic has to say about it. You should do. Uh, you should Google the memes after this. Like you should uh, look at the. Images. Is that where the real education is? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, man, it's such a weird little comment though. I noticed down here at the <laughs> at the bottom uh, because it uh, as it's talking about um, kind of what causes it. Like they don't really know what causes it or anything. Yeah. Uh, they you know it could be possibly your immune system, but it says heredity. It mm-hmm. says Crohn's is more common in people who have family members with the disease. Yep. So genes may play a role in making people more susceptible however most people with Crohn's disease don't have a family history of the disease well, does that stupid, not kind of basically say that it's the opposite of what they just yeah, said no, they contradict themselves <laughs> in the same statement but my uncle was diagnosed with Crohn's when he was like 12 yeah so and then my aunt later like when her in her 50s because they used to try to blame it on diet they're like oh you got a yeah. bad diet and, yep. it, and it, it triggers this Crohn's disease but that's really not it it's uh it sounds like it's more of a hereditary type thing well, it's like a chicken so, or the egg type of thing you know what I mean like somebody had to be the first person in the family line to get it right Right. Sure. Let's say that. Yeah. Chicken or the egg? Yeah. <laughs> Which came first? Yeah. Well, either one of them is coming out the same. That's <laughs> all. That's all that's happening. So, uh, but when if you look at the memes, some of the some of the really good ones are uh, there's a couple animals that just have uh, they've exploded their eyes or whatever and said terrified of sneezing. Yeah. You know, or uh, one that said uh, trigger foods. 
anything made of food. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I've tried to look at things that I can eat and, and yeah. maybe control diet. Yeah. And the result is inevitable. Yeah, and, and see, and we've got a, and it depends on, apparently it can affect you in different parts of your colon. Yeah, and depending entire on, digestive tract. Yeah, and depending on where it is, I guess maybe the symptoms are different because yeah. it sounds like with you, you know, it's you've got those symptoms that you talked about. Yep. I actually know a guy that if his ever triggers, he almost immediately has to be taken to the hospital and he has to be there for like two or three days. Yeah. And uh, so his gets like real severe to where he, he doesn't, I mean, get to eat a whole lot. He has yeah. to kind of eat like a bird just to make sure it doesn't ever get too bad. So one Because if big it's things, triggered after he's eaten a whole lot, yep. it's way worse. Well, one of the big things is that uh, it's your immune system attacking your digestive system. Yeah, it's killing the bacteria in your digestive system as well as the bad bacteria. So you're not, allo- you're not allowing – your body's not allowing itself to get whatever nutrients or vitamins or yeah. whatever from the food you eat. So, yep. um, so I've been trying to – I've been trying to eat things that are high in immune support. Yeah, take a lot of probiotics. No, I don't take hardly anything. But yeah. uh, but like but I've been drinking a bunch of orange juice because of vitamin C and yeah. other vitamins and in, in juices and stuff like that. Because wow. in my opinion, and I'm not a doctor or anything. Clearly, otherwise I'd be we'd have a lot better setup. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. but uh, um, liquids get into your system, absorb into your system faster than food does. It yeah. breaks down quicker. So I've been drinking a lot of juices and stuff trying to figure that out. But Yeah. Well, my wife's a big proponent of uh, reculture your gut as often as possible. She's always like, eat yogurt and take a probiotic. Uh, <laughs> she acts like that that does a lot for you. So. Well, there's a Dr. Gandhi who does something called leaky gut. Oh, and uh, he's, a weepy colon. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's created a formula or something that I've really wanted to th- – consider but i'm i'm really scared of the adverse effects if it doesn't yeah. work right yeah and so um but it apparently has helped many people with weight loss that uh that you can't really lose mm-hmm. you know people try to lose a little bit of weight but they can't <clears throat> yeah and so it's because they have something that's releasing that bad bacteria or that's that's not uh, attacking it properly or whatever yeah and uh and then it's also helped with autoimmune issues yeah. as well so i don't remember the actual thing is called but a guy i think his name is dr gania yeah um i've heard it's i've heard it's excellent but yeah i just haven't really pulled the trigger on that one yeah. hey. there's the uh education on chromes and poop hey. that's right I we're mean, here for the people that's right i will say this though we do actually kind of have a connection the three of us with jeff just from uh, the Beaver's Bend Broken Boat area. Shout out to Beaver's Bend. Uh, yes. Yeah. So we. Uh, it's one of my. It's one, of the, it's one of the hashtags. It's one of my favorite places. Be- Beaver's Bend buddies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So y'all knew that. Yeah. We. Uh, so the, those. No, it just worked go- out really well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. did it? Because no, because of you and that. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, just so, I mean, in that too. Okay. I shouldn't have said anything. I'm like, yes, man. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, like, just go with it, man. Yeah. yeah. So y'all don't listen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, no, no, so. no. Okay. So we do listen, and I am I am amazed at how much of an aficionado you are on uh, on hygiene and men's fashion. Yeah, I mean it is uh, pocket squares and uh, yeah. different type of knots. I mean, obviously, and, look at that shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, right. the guy, the guy is uh, he's all about fashion. I'm an, one I'm day a, a week. Too well, much no, shampoo. Here's the thing. Too I'm, much detergent. I'm an eccentric. Like it's my. I think you said it best. You're a weird dude. My fashion, my fashion sense is like when you're supposed to dress up. I'm gonna wear a Bruce Lee T-shirt. Yeah, but then on other occasions, man, I take it to the to the T's. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wearing like a three-piece suit to a barbecue. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's four. 
Yeah. Four. Yeah. yeah. The, well, maybe the pocket could, square is its own piece. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> it's all about creating lines in, yeah. in the I fashion mean, world. Yeah, you want to he, he, do his own thing. Yeah. Right. Create That's lines. Thing. You want to create lines. You want to create separation between yeah. the articles of clothing, which is why, you know, different color socks, you know, or yep. look better than just black, you know, there it socks, is. whatever. Anyway, but yep. yeah, for those who don't know, we, uh, uh, I actually grew up going to church camp with their congregation. Yeah, yeah. And we eventually left the Lake Whitney area, which actually has ties to to Corey and his family. Yeah. Uh, but um, and started going to Beaver's Bend. Okay. And I'm pretty sure our paths crossed uh, at least once or twice. Probably during that time, because we would on Wednesdays would go to the the church. Yeah. That I'm pretty sure you guys were at. If you you probably heard me and Brad Sears in the background being loud, getting yeah. in trouble. So yeah. that's fair. Yeah, probably. I mean, so. At the age yeah. we were, that's, yeah. that was our mo. You know. Yeah. Was, I mean, that's yeah. There were. Try thing is, is, is we used pulpit. to you know my my myself and Josh's oldest brother. Yeah. Because uh, he has a he has a brother that's my age, but I actually more hung out with his oldest brother, who's a little older than I am. Would sneak out. And just go hang out with you know at the girls' cabin every now and then. And mm-hmm. What? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean the girl camp, the, the lady counselors. They weren't doing anything. You know, we we're just playing games. Yeah, it's all about the attention. Playing games. Yeah. Spin the bottle. Anyway, long. <laughs> <laughs> Truth or dare? Oh, spinning something. <laughs> yeah. Is it seven seven seconds in heaven? Whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, uh, but what's funny? I'm probably gonna get text messages from Joyce now. Yep. Is we okay. we get we get out of. Like, you know, Stephen and I quit going to the camp because we outgrow it and we go on. Yeah. Yep. Were you, my brother got caught doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. We'd been doing this for years. Yeah. And then the see, old pros. See, no, see, that was, see, Adam uh, might have my problem. My brother and I, uh, he said, you, you know, you've just always kind of been very visible in anything you've ever done. He's like, you're not really good at being inconspicuous, you know? Yeah. So. Uh, well, yeah, you uh, know, you probably did the worst stuff, but Adam got caught more. We were given uh, uh, the reason why we got caught is because we were being oh. really loud in our in our cabin, uh-huh. and uh, and then all of a sudden the noise just stopped. And so, why? Uh, I mean, there's no. We didn't all fall asleep that quickly, you yeah, know. Yeah. And so we saw who I think it was Kenny driving his. You know, I think he had that big old white suburban <laughs> at the time. Yeah. And so he's driving that Suburban down. We're like, oh, that is unmistakably his Suburban. And so we ran back up the hill or whatever, and we had our, ourselves a little talking to. But, I mean, it was we, – we may have been a little bit more nefarious in our in our reasons for visiting the girls' ca- uh, girls cabin yeah. than y'all were. Yeah, we were. I could be very, wrong. <laughs> oh, we were very hey, – it, hey, it was very – We're not making judgments, but I <laughs> definitely very, had different I, reasons. It was very innocent. Yeah. That yeah. was – see, I, I should have gone that last year then. Um, That's fair. The biggest thing I remember out of the two years I did get to go, and I think you, I think you were still there that year. Do you remember the big risk game? Uh, okay, so that may have been cabin specific. Is that is that when uh, Jared Graham, Daniel? Is that when Daniel told Jared Graham that first off I'm not your son, second off I'm your daddy, that and it rolls <laughs> like a, rolls like a, that might have been rolls a twelve, and then like because like Jared got his feelings hurt that game, didn't no, he? Yeah, uh, no. Jared used to always get. His feelings I know that, hurt all right? But <laughs> yes, I was at that game. Yeah, that was still this day. I, 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 anytime I think about playing Risk or having an epic game, now I'm like that's at the bar. Yeah. That was really fun because I think everybody was getting 
they kept telling us to calm down because we were getting serious. Oh, yeah. We were doing side alliances and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. was, uh, it was. Yeah, it was. No, it, it was, was dangerous. <laughs> it was a good one. I just remember that one particular point because Jared Jared took risk very oh, seriously, as if it was life. Very seriously, like he like yeah. his career at West Point hinged on how well he played this game. Absolutely. That's how seriously this dude took it. Absolutely. Daniel was a was just a you know joker, but you know competitive. Yep. And 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 Jared said something along the lines of. Bring it on, son, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. And he, he, but he called him son. Yep. And so they line it up, and they're about to roll. And he rolls, you know, Jared rolls his dice, and Daniel goes, first off, I'm not your son. Second off, I'm your daddy." Boom! And throws the dice down, <laughs> and whatever he rolled, like, was the perfect roll. <laughs> it right. just obliterated. It may have even been. And, it may have even been so much that Jared rolled the eleven. And, and he had to roll a yeah, 12. and he hit a I 12. Mean, like, was, that's how epic that roll was. It was ridiculous. And that's how perfectly timed it was because of what he just said. And the whole room just erupted. Yeah. And, like, Jared, again, emotional, couldn't appreciate what, <laughs> what, re- yeah, what really happened yeah. here. Like, yes. just this, the perfect storm of, of things. Nothing ruins a good moment like being the person it happened to. That's right. <laughs> and, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and like he, getting in your feels. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> He did, man. It was, it uh, was. I that I remember that one specific role. And every time, because they play risk here pretty often. Yeah. Uh, I'm not very good at it. I'm a very big, uh, go go big or go home type of guy. Yeah. Josh I, goes I'm, home. A goes lot. home a lot. I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm terrible at Farkle. Okay. Uh, I don't uh, know if y'all have ever played Farkle's that. Dice game. rolling games. You're yeah. not good at. You remember huh? playing uh, oh, Pente? I just, Pente? What's that? Pente. Uh, the okay. flat marbles. It's like a a mat with a grid on it. So it's like. It, it has a kind of a Chinese checker feel, but it's more like a cross between checkers and chess. Uh-huh. You can basically, everybody plays anywhere they want, but if you get like five in a row, you win. Or if you end uh, cap people, you can take their marbles. Uh-huh. And then uh, if you get like four four or five sets, you win. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I feel like I just took yeah. it down a notch. You kind of did this. Story level was at about eight and a half to nine. You took it down to about three. Anyway, yeah. point being, every time I see someone playing Risk, I think of that moment. Oh, yeah. Farkle. Is you roll five dice, fives and ones count as points. Everything else doesn't unless you get like a straight or a you know you know six you know three of a kind is six hundred whatever. Yep. Anyway, long story short, I will sit there. I'll have a roll that's like twenty five hundred points with one dice to go, and you got to stop. If you stop, you get the twenty five hundred points. Right. If you farkle, you lose them. It's a lot like Yahtzee. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm hitting that one dice. You're trying to get the max. You're trying to. Dude, get I'm just more. trying to keep going. Yeah. And shout out to my father who just had knee surgery, but that that makes him visibly oh, angry he gets every time I do that. Yeah. Josh, like there there are times where take your points? I'll have thirty five hundred points, and he's just saying, "Stop, stop!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. You can't do it, and I'm like. Let's go for it, uh, and I'll just roll like a three and just wipe out all those points. Yeah, my my dad takes games pretty seriously. Yeah, it's funny. Well, man, and and I think there's nothing that aggravates someone more than the guy who's not taking it serious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I I play to win. I just want to win in a certain yeah. fashion. I have this theory: if you are playing a game and you're not playing it to win, get out. Yeah. Why are you playing yeah. this game? Yeah. Shout out you to. Yeah, we had winners this, mentality episode. Yeah, we had a winners mentality episode that got very, very heated on the first yeah. on the first recording. Yeah, the second recording yeah. is the one that got posted because I said, "Listen, <laughs> you got if you're not playing to win, then then you aren't 
first of all, you're not a you're not a competitor, and, yeah. and I can't do anything with that. Yeah. And uh, and like at what point in time? Why did you even step foot on the field, or why did you even come to the table to just be a part of this? Yeah. You know, if you're not playing a game to be the winner, you just got you got to go. You hey, just got to get out of here. And I, I tell which, my, listen, I tell my soccer kids that and, all the time. In high school soccer, we are trying to win a game. Yeah. Ties. No, yeah. I know they exist, and it and it's a lot like kissing your sister. Nobody <laughs> wants to do it, and it's really awkward. But unless you're from Arkansas, unless, well, and it's winning. If you're listening from Arkansas, shout out yeah. to our Arkansas that's listeners. You are. Shout out to Michael if you're listening. Right. You know it's a joke. And so, uh, Plus, I have cousins on that side of the family that really did marry. And so, so I guess I said something yeah. to him that was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you really want to say that? Hey, we just playing. glossed over that. Like, let's get back to the family tree that doesn't <laughs> fork, all right? <laughs> It's a straight branch. Oh, the, the family telephone hole over here. Oh, that's man. funny. Yeah, oh, goodness. But, yeah, I mean, if you're not playing a game to win it, you just, right. you just yeah. No, I mean, no, I, no. I'm guilty of it too. I we were you know a bunch of kids from church got together to play basketball, and uh, one of the kids didn't want to be on the team with the old men. Yep. And instead of you know kind of being in the his head in the game, he kind of kept talking to his friends that were off on the side, and he kind of kept talking to his friends that were actually on the other team. And I, I seriously, I just. Mm-hmm. Slammed the ball on the court and just stopped for five seconds and said, get in the game or get out of the game. Yeah, absolutely. And then I had to do damage control because he was a young kid and uh, <laughs> that probably wasn't a fair assessment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For a time, I would got to know your audience, but I mean, for the most part, you, for the most part, that, that phrase or the, that type of comment will, will get its attention across the way it needs to. Yeah, we there's weren't a, in a high school game, though. Yeah, we were There's a handful, <laughs> yeah. I had some friends um, that went to this church, and so on Wednesdays a lot of times I'd go um, with them, and uh, it's kind of it was cool you to go eat, you know, and then yeah. you had like 30, 45 minutes to do whatever until, you know, I guess the Bible class whatever started, and we played like tackle football behind their little annex, and we kept getting in trouble with like the leadership because we were yeah. taking it way too seriously. Yeah. But it was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like we're not playing. You know, this isn't flag football. You know, we're not playing for fun. Yeah. So you know, before Bible class, but, you're like bloodying up people's noses. Hey, and stuff. That's true. I, will, I will never forget Terrell Heifel dropping the hat on Richard Bachman when we were about 14 years old, and everybody just stopped because like the game ended mm-hmm. because. He came all the way from across the field to a guy who was running up the sideline and just, we're not wearing pads. We're, this is just a pickup football game. And he just lowers his shoulder and just smashes him mm. and takes him out. And we're like, dude, what are you doing? He said, he was going to score. Yeah. And we're like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you take it that serious. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Our oh, bad. So, so this generation of the, uh, of the participation trophy yeah. has yeah. gotten me in a lot of trouble because – because I want to win. Yeah. And so uh, my daughter, my 16-year-old daughter, does not, never has wanted me to coach her because she said, Dad, you're going you're gonna to take it too serious. Yeah. And I said, yeah, you're right. Because yeah. the other team should feel like they need to work more. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. when you're walking off, you're had your head, head held high, you feel good about what you did. Yep. And uh, because there's something to show for it. Yep. Well, you know, this whole, this whole, you get out there and you play, that's what matters. Okay, there's there's slight merit to that in my yeah. opinion, slight. Because yes, you're not going to know if you're any good if you don't get out there and give it a go. Yeah. But you're not going to get any better if you don't want to be better, if yeah. you don't want to win. And so um so I did that and I actually got asked to coach her select team. She played select one year cuz it's um it's a little more expensive. It's a little mm-hmm. more time uh dedicated to it and everything. So she played rec every year other than that. 
And so I got asked to coach her rec team or her, her select team one year. And so I said, okay, but I'm going to coach it to win. Well, at this age, the kids don't know how to play defense. Mm-hmm. And so as long as you have at least one one or two fast kids up at the top of the field at forward, you can just kick the ball to them, and then they can beat everybody else and score. Yeah. Well, we won. It was the only game they won. Yeah. It was the only game I coached. Yeah. <laughs> and, they're, and you know, the girls were excited. I'm like, yeah, it's fun to win, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was never asked to coach you. Yeah. Never, well. never was asked Dude, to our, coach our last week, our, my daughter's basketball team, Granted, the team they played was nothing but older girls, and our and my daughter's the oldest on a team uh, of young girls. But they got they got waxed like thirty eight to six, mm. and it was hands down the most respectful shellacking <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. this, this, I this game, sorry for him, is this game doing? literally could have been seventy to nothing. Yeah. It, that's how good these girls were and how inexperienced our our girls are good athletes they're just very inexperienced in basketball and so this and this team is a legitimate travel aau team yeah. and all that uh and you know our girls were embarrassed you know there were some tears shed because i mean it was embarrassing i mean their passes were getting picked you know easy layups and all that it was like i said the other coach was respectful but at the same time he didn't you know, he didn't. He didn't do the full court press. Yep, it's a great learning experience. He made, though, he made like their that. he made yeah, their girls. He made their girls. He he made he put a requirement that every girl had to touch the ball before a shot was shot. Yep. Uh, and he would and he was getting you know if if, if four girls touched it and someone didn't he would tell them that. Right. But at the same time, he put up thirty eight points and they were still you know shooting threes and all that through the whole game. Right. And. You know, you had some of the parents who were a little upset, like, why are they even in this tournament? And, and you, you got to be able to look at that. And, and I'm see sitting that. there like, you know what? That's a great experience for those kids because. Yeah. And don't forget, those teams have to get in a lot of tournaments because they've got to get a lot of play. But the play. other thing yep. is, is like, that's how you play basketball. Yep. Like, they're they, doing it right. They they're dribbled the correctly. ball well. They passed the ball well. They took great shots. They played great defense. Yep. Like, if anything, the little girls got to see what it's supposed to look like. Yep. Yep. You know, B- and, moving the ball. Yeah, and taking, and it's and taking good. good. And shot. guess what? Yeah. If you if you can lose in that fashion and still want to come back and play, yep. the next day, then you know you have something that that you think is worth. Yeah, I I got so aggravated. I, my my buddy Aaron, when I lived in Bartlesville, uh, he uh he was helping out at the YMCA with uh with just little kids. They all you I think you had like a a group of uh of like eight maybe. And uh, there were several different goals, and you just kind of worked with them on right. uh, on stuff and practice, and then they'd do games like on the weekends or something like that. And uh, he's like, man, I can't make it, so can you go up there and just kind of coach them? Well, I was like, I'm not really a coach, but I'll go up there and take a look at it. So I get up there, and, of course, they're all just shooting around the basket, and they're all doing, and this little kid shows up, and no lie, he has every accessory that they sell at Academy on. Of course. You know, yes. and, uh, you know, he's. He has spent all the money, and of course, he's always asking for the rock, and and he's doing all this weird stuff because he thinks it looks fancy and it looks like what he sees on TV. Yeah. And man, I just kind of just stopped him all. It's like, look, guys, first of all, all this stuff that you're trying to do, all this fancy stuff, a, you're not any good at it. Yeah, you're you're not any good at it. And B, you're never going to be successful if you keep trying to make it look like what you're seeing on TV. You yeah. need to work on your fundamentals. And I made them all get in a line and shoot. Uh, you know, layups on the right, layups on the left, and then we ended the day with free throws. Yeah. And I was like, if you guys get to where you can hit free throws and you can hit little jump shots, you're going to win basketball games, even though most of you aren't athletic. Yeah. Like, just 
I like get the fundamentals. That quit coming out here with all the accessories, thinking yeah. that that's what's going to make you good at basketball. Yeah. It's not an image game. Absolutely. <laughs> so we lost. Um, <laughs> we lost a game. I think our JV season, or maybe it was freshman, against our big rival Garland because one of our star athletes, who good guy, and uh, but he had all the accessories because he was like yep. be the next NFL pro, and he had a lot of talent. But you start seeing those periods of time where sometimes the ego outweighs, you know. Yeah, the hard so, work, hard work beats talent. Yeah, yeah most. And of so time. he was messed. He back when they started coming up with the back flaps, uh, he was uh, me, he was fiddling uh, with that and uh, dropped a punt. I can't handle the back flaps. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just I don't I mean, under, I that's mean an unnecessary you know, accessory. Yeah, he was, I, he was messing with it because he needed to look good because he was because yeah. when he caught the punts, usually he, I mean, to his credit. He would usually run it all the way back, high step, yeah. and the whole nine yards, like Dion back. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was, he was really that good. But he was fiddling with it because you know he had his visor and the gloves undone and the whole nine yards. He, he got in his own way, that's right. and that's oh, what that's what did, people yeah. do. They they that's could right. be extremely talented, but they get in their own way. And uh, you know, like like you were talking about earlier about how winning's uh, so much fun. I will never forget. Uh, I was going to school at OSU, uh, and my brother and his friend came up for the bedlam game, OSU OU, and. OSU gave them a good game, got beat. Well, we're all hanging out after the game, and, of course, my brother and his friend, they're OU fans. Yep. And all these OSU fans are going around, you know, like it was such a great, great game or whatever. And I remember my brother's friend looked at this girl and said, y'all lost. Yeah. And she said, it was a moral victory. We uh, weren't supposed to win. Oh, uh, you got to. And uh, I will never forget the hard belly laugh he got out of that that he couldn't get rid of because he said, what is a moral yeah. victory you know what feels great an actual victory yeah. you know um, what in the world is a moral victory as a coach listen i'm all about trying to find the good in the bad yeah right the things you can learn from the things you did right it, it is educational yeah, as right. a coach as a fan yeah a th- fans moral victories should not ever yeah. exist no well, there's it, nothing it, wrong with with being like giving being, them a good fight well yeah being beat yeah it's okay to lose not you want to make sure you're if you're a fan, man, you want your team to win. Yes, if you are a fan right. and you lose, now, it's devastating. From a team standpoint, you're right. You're, yeah. There's lessons you're, learned. You're, you're outmatched losing. sometimes. But as a fan, what lesson are you losing when you're a fan? Yeah. Or when or learning when you're when you're losing yeah. as a fan. Yeah. And, and even in the team respect, this is probably where we started getting heated. It's also yeah. okay to not want to lose and to be upset with a loss. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that, that's completely right. fine, too, but I'm saying, yeah. well, I'm not going to go there because we've what, already. That's, that's <laughs> fair. We already hashed that out. We, we've, already, we've already burned and there's like three hours of tape on yeah. this. <laughs> and there's something you gotta, you got to look at, like a, a person who's aspiring to be an athlete, right? Yep. And you got to look at them, and when they get beat, you know, it's okay. You tell them, like, look, you gave it. You gave it your best. Yep. You did everything I asked you to do, and you lost. So that means that person's better than you. Are you okay with that? Or are you going to get in the gym tomorrow yeah. and work to be better than that person next time y'all meet? Because Rocky beat Apollo in that second match. Yeah. Right? We uh, can't forget ar- that. He arguably beat him in the first one, too. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, but, we okay, could really so, spend a lot of time on that. So something know. that I did with my seniors. My, uh, last year, we had a different coach. He'd been there for 22 years. Yeah. Okay? And my seniors, there's 14 of them or so. And this is my first year to take over as head coach. And so, you know, the whole regime change thing. Yeah. Uh, they're testing the, my limits. Uh, yeah. What am I going to deal with? What am I not going to deal with? Uh, what am I going to let slide and all that other stuff? And so uh, I told my seniors, I sat them down one day. I said, listen, I don't care if you like this or not, but I'm going to take – I took eight words that they need to learn, self-discipline, integrity, respect, uh, mm-hmm. responsibility, all these things. I said, you got to write a paper over these, and you can't practice until you turn it in. 
and if you don't do it you can't try out yeah and so we had eight weeks so i gave them eight words and uh uh one of them was humility and there and one kid literally wrote on his paper i have no idea what humility has to do with soccer yeah and so i said oh okay yeah like we'll we'll figure out that we'll figure you. that lesson out real quick yeah and so you said something just a second ago uh i put on the board and i don't know if this was a quote or if i just thought about it in my head and uh and just spit it out on the whiteboard but i said uh work every day like the person you're about to play is better than you yeah and so if you're if you have that humble mindset when you're putting the work in yeah then it's going to pay off yeah and so uh i brought all the kids together because that one kid said something you know when one kid says it he's just he's mouthing behind the back and uh and it kind of you know permeates through the team oh yeah and so uh so i sat them all down and said hey if anybody of you wants to question whether or not one of these words is important to soccer specifically let's just look at humility real quick yeah because that's the one we were on that week and uh i said this says that you think and you're conducting yourself in a manner that someone else is higher or above you. Yeah, and they can you, beat me. That's right, and you yep. need to work to surpass that. Yeah. And so if you don't have a humble mindset, you'll never think that way, and you'll probably always get beat. Oh, and, and you know, right now, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder or the seventh seed in the West, now it probably won't stay that way, but you're looking at a team that does not have all the talent that it used to have. Yep. We're winning the games we're supposed to win. Yep. We used to lose those games because we walked into them like we had enough talent to win them. Right. We didn't have to try. Absolutely. And then we would get beat because we couldn't close out in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. I mean, the issue with the Rockets. Yeah. And, well, I wonder uh. why. Uh, but, uh, and don't don't get me wrong. Love my man Russ. He's, he's, but he's very polarizing. You love I'm him and you hate that's him. The, the whole, <laughs> but the whole team's like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, it, it's a difference between ego and confidence. You yep. know, confidence, you know, a lot of times you know where you are. Yep. Ego is you've got this image in your head that you're trying to maintain yeah. and and it's just it's a constant battle and it well, never works out ego ego makes you play down to the teams you should destroy and yep. you end up playing them like real close yeah. confidence makes you beat the teams you're supposed to yeah beat. and, and, and ego makes against... you quit when you're getting beat by someone who's beating you because yeah. you can't stand to lose legitimately yep. so you start screwing it up anyways yep. then you get beat worse than you should have so you can blame it on something absolutely when it's yeah. like no man you give it all you got, get beat by a point, go home and realize that person's better than me. What am I going to do about it? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, Joey, Josh, thanks for showing up, man. Absolutely. Appreciate thanks for you making us, the drive. This was a lot of fun. We'll have to do it again, man. Yeah, yeah absolutely. This, this will be a regular. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll definitely Either try. Down, down with us or up with y'all. Either way. Yeah, feel I'll, free to put a top of the chain sticker. Right yeah, on the back glass. Sure, man. Yeah. If you print some out, send them to us because yeah. we don't have any. That's I mean, um, you know, I got a couple different addresses for you, so yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, they uh, might just show a sticker mule yeah. uh, package on your doorstep. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll definitely we'll work try not to send it to the house down the street. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. we get we get Jeff <laughs> to, over to the his, right cop car. We yeah. get Jeff over his fear of leaving Oklahoma. Then hey, we may be able to come down and. Yeah, I like to nail my boots to the ground. Anyway, y'all check out Average Joe's Media. We'll put the links down in the comments and all that stuff. Again, guys, thanks for coming out. We're out.